Welcome to Your Utah. I'm Taylor Powers. That is Ethan Millard bringing you all things on the Wasatch Front. Today, we are here with a very special guest from Heber Valley Artisan Cheese. Yeah, we're going to talk all about cheese and some and some actually really cool events that are happening at just a dairy right down the road from us here. We've got Russ Kohler with Heber Valley Cheese. You can find more information at HeberValleyCheese.com. Russ, thanks for doing this. Yeah, thanks for having me. Excited to be here. I'll tell you what, uh, if you, cheese, man, you're speaking my language. I'm all about it. How long has your family been in the dairy business? So uh, we've been in the dairy business for four generations. Uh, my great-great-grandfather immigrated to Midway on the, on the Wasatch back from Switzerland. And then uh, my great-grandfather ended up buying the dairy farm that we live on now in, in 1929. So we've been uh, making milk for a very, very long time. And then when I decided I was going to come back to the dairy farm, that's when uh, we decided to create Heber Valley Artisan Cheese in uh, 2011. So we've been making cheese for about seven years. I'm, I'm interested to know... At what point did you decide, I'm doing this, I'm doing cheese, I'm doing dairy, I'm following the family business? When did you decide to do that? You know, it's it's interesting. When I was growing up, um, if you'd asked me if I was going to be a dairy farmer, I'd told you not a chance. There, there was no way. <laughs> what did you want to do instead? <laughs> I, You know, my, my, and my degree is in engineering. I went to school at Utah State, got my, my mechanical engineering degree. I uh, thought that's what I wanted to do. I actually started working in the field, and, and I enjoyed what I did, but uh, quickly realized that I really did have a passion for, for dairy farming, for agriculture, and I really missed it. And uh, anybody familiar with agriculture, with dairy especially, knows there's no money in it. So it, it was a, <laughs> it's a, a be tough love. <laughs> choice. Yes, it has to be a passion. It gets kind of in your blood, we, we like to say, and, and you just love what you do. You love working with the animals. There's something really satisfying about uh, – being that part of the food chain where you start at the very, very beginning from the plants growing that you're going to feed the cows all the way to the end. That's amazing. I imagine, though, that you probably use your engineering education in your work currently. Absolutely. Comes I, in handy. I'm using it all the time. I always say, you know, when you get a degree in engineering, really what they're teaching you how to do is solve problems. And who doesn't have problems? I mean, that's that's what the world's all about. So, Well, Taylor has problems. I do. <laughs> it's okay. My boyfriend an has an engineering degree. Oh, okay. All right. So you're handled. <laughs> he handles my problems. There you go. <laughs> so uh, what are the varieties of cheeses you guys offer? So we make um, four different types of cheese. So we most of what we do is cheddar-based, so cheddar cheese. Uh, we do a Monterey Jack base, a uh, queso fresco, which is more the European style, the Spanish style. Right. And then a toasted cheese called Ustalepa that's designed not to melt. So it's a, they call it a grilling cheese because you can oh. cook with it and it won't melt out like a typical cheese would. That's amazing. So you can grill it. Absolutely. You can sear it. That's Absolutely. really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. What does it What does it taste like? Uh, it really cheese. features. Yeah, <laughs> it, thanks, Taylor. A, a lot of people try it and they compare it to a grilled cheese sandwich without the bread. I, really? I mean, that's really oh. just what it tastes like. Yeah, I, I love a grilled cool. cheese sandwich. Uh, would you be upset if I told you that I like American cheese on my grilled cheese sandwich? Yes, I would be upset. <laughs> what? Well, you, you can hardly call that cheese. <laughs> I understand. Still, you know, uh, you get a no, taste. No, you got to use yes. a good cheddar. So, uh, uh, is there? A cheese that you really wish you were producing, like is and the list of cheeses. Is there one where you're like, man, I wish we made that? All oh, I, you know, there's so many great cheeses out there, and that's been one of the hardest things is you you can't make them all. <laughs> you yeah. have to kind of narrow mm-hmm. it down to to some that you're going to specialize in. But um, some that I've kind of eyeballed looking at uh, producing in the future, uh, maybe a Gouda or or something to that mm. effect. 
Um, I, I really like the, the soft, uh, creamy texture cheeses. Yeah. Um, I, I love the flavors you get out of the harder cheeses, but I love the textures you get out of the, the creamier cheeses like a Gouda or a Edom or something like that. So right. that's something that I've always had in the back of my mind is, hey, the next one, maybe it'll be that one. So. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite cheese? Oh, my least favorite question. <laughs> I heard I heard you. I wasn't going to ask you this, but I heard Alex ask you uh, out in the hall, and you went, oh, I hate that question. And I thought, <laughs> I'm going to ask I'm going to ask it. <laughs> yeah, so I, my, my response is it depends what I'm using it for. Okay, um, all right, that's fair. That's if, fair. If, I'm gonna, if I'm looking for something just to snack on, our, our Snake Creek Sharp or our Extra Sharp um, Cheddars are phenomenal. I have anything from a two-year-age uh, Sharp to a six-year-old Extra Sharp. Um, it gets a little more potent, a little stronger with age. That is something I love to snack on. Um, some of our flavored varieties of cheddar, my mustard herbs, phenomenal. My um, my new onion and chive that just came out is, uh, or cracked pepper and chive, excuse me, just came out is a phenomenal one to just snack on. If I'm looking for a dessert cheese, we have a vanilla bean cheddar that's phenomenal. Mm. Pair it with apples and pears, and it, it's yeah. a great dessert platter. Um, spicy, we have the na- a national champion Pepper Jack through the American Cheese Society. You're kidding. No, it, it doesn't get better than that. Pepper Jack, I think, is my favorite. No. I love Pepper Jack. And, and if you're looking for something crazy, our used to lay par toasted cheese is, uh, you know, it's amazing. I It'll blow it. your mind. Nice. Taylor, what's your favorite cheese? Oh, I'm going to offend you. It's goat cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Have what you guys you ever, ever thought about making goat cheese, bringing on some goats? So I've always grown up with cows. I, and, and when people ask me that, I always tell people I only make cheese that I like. Um, <laughs> yeah, people, jokingly, a lot of, of people course. hate goat cheese. So uh, you, the interesting thing about it is the, the taste of the cheese, the flavor of the cheese has a lot to do with uh, not only the animal, but what the animal eats. Mm. And if you think about uh, a cow has a very controlled diet, they're very picky eater, eaters in all actuality. Really? Um, yeah. Whereas a goat, a goat's known to eat anything. Any, so yeah. your cheese can literally chase like <laughs> anything yeah. when, you're, when you got goat's milk. That's interesting. Do you ever uh, – can you in, – in what ways can you notice the diet of the cow in the cheese? Uh, there's a lot of different things. Um, it, it all has to do with the flavor notes of the cheese itself. So when a cow is on a grass diet – um, my, my cows are, are on what we call a pro-choice diet, so my cows can go out on the grass whenever they want. Um, but then I also have a nutritionist that, that balances the diet for them. So he, we provide a, what we call a TMR, a mixed ration, mm. uh, that gives them the, the remainder of the nutrients that we feel they need for either milk quality, for health reasons, what, whatever it may be. Um, but when they're on the grass, you can notice earthy tones to the flavors of the cheese, when you hit winter and there's no grass anymore, those earthy tones tend to disappear. You get a little bit of a sweeter flavor to it. Um, but but there is a distinct difference. You can tell the difference when you compare them side by side. Really? Wow. So yeah. so if we went to – because you can get Heber Valley cheese at stores. Yes. In stores. Yeah, all so, the stores. We could get them at Smith's and Harmon's. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And – and if we went and grabbed some Heber Valley cheese, opened it up, you'd be able to tell if the cow grazed in the winter or the summer? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's cool. Hmm. Yep. That's really so cool. So do you prefer the summer flavor then? Uh, I actually prefer the winter flavor. Oh, okay. um, it, a lot of it depends on your palate. Some people yeah. like those earthy tones a little bit better. I like the little bit sweeter mix we mm-hmm. get when they're, when they're off of the grass. Um, that doesn't mean they don't get grass in their diet. It's just grass hay, so it's dried out. But but it doesn't give those earth, same earthy notes. And yeah. and my preference is I, I like the stuff they do in the winter. So. All right, that's cool. interesting. I want to try the pepper jack. 
I love Pepper Jack. I think it's like Pepper Jack is just the best blend of anything because you need with the jalapenos, you need, you know, something that creaminess just kind of cools it off a little bit, but you don't lose that flavor of the of the jalapeno. Absolutely. It's great. Absolutely. And and we're home to a national champion pepper jack through the American Cheese Society. So it's a, it's an actual salsa pepper jack. That makes me proud of my state. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Really um, we actually have uh, seven national award-winning cheeses for different categories that uh, that we have in our lineup. So Watch out, Wisconsin. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, right? Utah's on the map. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, how often do you send your cheeses out for competitions like this? Uh, every year there's several different competitions you can go to. The American Cheese Society is the one that we've had the most success with, um, one of the most notable in the country. Um, there's a couple of regional ones as well that we've submitted to every year. And, and you know, you, especially the American Cheese Society, you're going up against 1,600 to 2,000 of the best cheese makers across the country or cheeses across the country. So, so, when, so when you win, you've it's proven a big something. Deal. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a big deal. That's awesome. That's really cool. That's awesome. Are you raising your kids up in uh, the dairy farm way? Absolutely. That's r- really that's one of the big reasons that drove me back to the dairy farm. Uh, not only did I love it, I realized I wanted my kids to have a lot mm-hmm. of the same experiences that I grew up with. Yeah. And so uh, you know, my you you come on a Saturday, especially my kids will be out there strong the calf pens, working with the cows or changing sprinklers, whatever it may be, and and they're out doing the same chores I did and. Uh, you know, it develops a, a sense of work that, that you grow to love to work and uh, you grow to love, uh, you know, the land around you, the animals. It, it's just a unique experience being involved yeah. in agriculture. Ah, man, that's fantastic. Well, listen, you've got a, some events coming up, yes. including one coming up right away, Baby Animal Festival. Yeah, Baby Animal Days. Yep, Baby it's Animal coming Days. up on Saturday. So let's do this. Let's grab a quick break. Okay. And when we come back... We're going to talk baby animal days with Russ from Heber Valley, Heber Valley Cheese. Can't wait. Get some of that award-winning pepper jack. We'll be right back. Welcome back. We are chatting cheese. We're talking cheese. Chatting cheese. Chatting cheese. cheese. That could be a good podcast. <laughs> right? The Chatting Cheese Podcast. <laughs> Ever thought about it, Russ? <laughs> I, maybe we'll have to start it up. We could help you out. We could help you out and we'd take payment in Pepper Jack. There How you about go. That, right? Sounds good. Russ Kohler with Heber Valley Cheese. You can find out more at HeberValleyCheese.com or just look for Heber Valley Cheese in the cheese section at your store. Absolutely. Uh, Harmon, Smith's, they all carry it. When I was a kid growing up here, and a lot of people don't realize this, a lot of people don't realize how much Salt Lake has grown up in the last couple of decades. Because when I was a kid, there were like three different kinds of cheese. There was cheddar cheese, and there was Swiss cheese, and then there was the there was the mix, the Colby Jack. Uh-huh. Oh, mm-hmm. That was kind of it. Like, I mean, that was like... <laughs> That was like the cheese, you know, and oh. we didn't, the supermarkets didn't offer much more than that, you know, and that's all you pretty much got. Nowadays, you guys have blessed us with all this bounty. It's amazing. Yeah, totally different cheese scene now. Um, you're seeing uh, a lot of cheeses that are made the old handcrafted method. I mean, that's what the artisan in our name denotes is that you're using the old traditional methods to make the cheese, which promotes a much better quality product. Um, Rather than a commodity product, I mean, when you're producing millions of pounds of, of cheese, you just can't hold to the quality standards that a small yeah. artisan right, guy can do. Right. 
So the farm mm-hmm. out in in Midway yep. is open to the public. Yeah, absolutely, especially this Saturday. Um, we've got uh, Baby Animal Days that's going to be coming up on Saturday. You're going to have an opportunity to come out and see a whole bunch of different baby farm animals, anywhere from the baby calves that will eventually grow up to produce milk for, for our cheese uh, to chicks, rabbits, um, horses, uh, you name it, baby farm animals, oh, they'll I mean, be there. It's gonna be those are two of my favorite fun. things is baby animals and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll expect to see you on Saturday. All right. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll be there with uh, with my kids because you've got you'll have a lot of activities too. I mean, not uh, just not just meeting the animals, but what are some of the activities you'll have? Oh, uh, we've got a whole bunch of different games uh, that you can play. Some old kind of farm uh, inspired games, as well as anything from you can come and learn how to make butter, make your own butter, take a little. Uh, a little uh, quarter or a little uh, cup of cream and turn it into your own butter and take it home with you, or um, anything from gunny sack races to whatever whatever you can think of when you think of those old farm school games. We'll be doing a lot of them uh, and just having some fun. That's fantastic. You can find out more at HeberValleyCheese dot com. What are the hours? Uh, the, the festival, you know them off the top of your head? Or? Um, the hours, I believe, are from I believe they're from ten to two, if I remember correctly. Okay. So the, in the afternoon time, so you come down and enjoy the, the early afternoon with your with your kids. Um, grab some ice cream on your way out and some oh cheese. Gosh. Take it home with you, and and it'll be a great experience. Yeah, I can't. I mean, I can't think of like a better event. Yeah, you just added in another one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> ice cream. Ice cream. Uh, what other events do you guys have coming up this so, summer? We're always hosting uh, many different events. Um, one of the cool things or the exciting things that we've got coming our way is we are under construction with a brand-new dairy barn uh, that will use robotic milkers. And so we've, we're setting up tour packages so you can actually go in and the cows will literally go into these robots 24-7 whenever they want. And so they'll be milking 24-7. Hmm. And that allows us an opportunity to let people come in and, and watch it and experience it and see what those cows go through. Oh, cool. And so that's one of the exciting things that we've got coming up that will be uh, launching a little bit later in the summer. So the cows will choose when they want to get milked? Yeah, absolutely. So That's amazing. Traditional system, you know, my, we, we go and bring them in twice a day and, and hook the milkers on, and that's, that's the way it works. But this new system, it's all robotic. The cow walks in and scans a, a neck tag that basically works like your Fitbit. It's, <laughs> my cows have their own Fitbits, basically, and uh, activates the robot and, and activates the, the milking machine. And so she gets to pick when she gets milked. Uh, the cow will pick to milk or choose to milk herself four to five times a day on average, where I can only do it twice. And uh, along with that, uh, we're, we're really excited about the building because it's got uh, state-of-the-art stuff, uh, state-of-the-art cow mattresses for them to lay on. Uh, back scratchers that they can brush up against any time, scrapers that clean the pen once an hour, even a a robot that pushes the feet up to keep food on demand 24-7, so. Very cool. I can't can't stop thinking about the cows that choose when they want to get milked. I got another (laughs) question about that. So a cow that, a cow on its own would choose four or five times a day. Yeah. Is it because it gets uncomfortable? Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. it gets a little bit of pressure in there, and so it just relieves a little stress, makes them a little more relaxed. So... This benefits the cows. So the cows are living better. Absolutely. Our, our goal is to keep our cows as comfortable, as happy as possible. Guess what? Know. Happy cows are going to be from Utah now. <laughs> yeah, that's I right. Know, right? <laughs> that's right. Uh, and do you – can you see that? In the, I almost feel stupid asking you this, but I, I guess I'm – I guess you must. Otherwise, you wouldn't be doing this. But do you, is there a difference in the 
in the quality of the product. Yeah, absolutely. It, it gives us tighter tolerances on the, the cleanliness. Um, it gives us, uh, you know, a, a, overall a better, a better food safety uh, aspect as well as quality. So quality, I can improve my butter fat. I can improve my protein levels mm-hmm. just because the cow is less stressed. She's more comfortable and she can devote more energy to the quality of the milk she's producing. Holy cow. So, okay, change, change of a subject a little bit. I'm driving through the area and I say, and I see the red barn and I'm like, oh, oh, I want to stop. What? I show up. What, what can I do? So you can come in. We've got a little storefront right there in the creamery. Mm-hmm. Um, if you hit us on a Tuesday or Thursday, right now you can catch us making cheese. We've got a window right into our uh, our make room so you can watch the process, whatever it's at. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got a, a shop there that's full of all sorts of local products in addition to our cheeses. Oh, cool. And so it's, it's kind of a fun experience just to come and, and experience that. But in addition to that, um, a couple other events that we've got running – you hit us on a on a Tuesday afternoon, you can schedule a tour and get a personalized tour with the cheesemaker through the the creamery. Nice. Um, one of our other fun events we just hosted uh, last Friday was our cheese tasting events that we host the second and the fourth Friday of every month. Oh, okay. In the evening, um, you can come and get a, a more in depth tour, and you also get an opportunity to taste and grade about thirty different cheeses for us, as well as several different Oof. pairings. It's a it's a fun event as well. So we've we've always got things going on here or there and and always an opportunity um but stop in we'd love to see everybody great and all that info is on the website yes hebrew valley cheese.com all right anything else i think we covered a lot i can't i can't imagine what there is left <laughs> except to go see it you know at this <laughs> point go. that's all there is now you just gotta yeah. go see it yeah we see look forward for to seeing everybody this weekend's gonna be great All right. We're excited to have you. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Get out there and taste some Hebrew Valley cheese and enjoy your Utah.